0: Hey, everybody, welcome back into the Do Something Together podcast and video series. Uh, hopefully you've been gin, been enjoying, not gin uh, <laughs> hopefully you've been enjoying this content and it's been helpful for you as we grow closer in, in, in community with each other. Joined once again today by uh, David Bunting, worship pastor extraordinaire at our campus. Uh, Hello, David. Hello. What's going on? Um, Today, we're going to dive into uh, part two of our conversation. Uh, The first half of these episodes, you know this, uh, we're all about the why, this half is all about the how, and hopefully we can give you some practical stuff uh, to help you out. Today, we're asking the question, how can it be used, it being community? How can community be used in our worship? And uh, we're going to have a great conversation. You ready to go? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, here we go. All right. Well, welcome back in, uh, David. Um, so last time you were on, I had you tell us a little bit about yourself. And uh, for most people, I, I usually have them do it again in case somebody mm-hmm. just happened to click on this one randomly. But uh, I had a, I had a thought um, right before we hit record, and so I'm going to ask you this one. Okay, here we go. <laughs> um, what is the strangest place you've ever uh, led worship? What's the most unique place you've ever led? Because I mean, this kind of thing doesn't apply to everybody we've had, but I have a feeling yeah. I, I know there's probably some places that are that are a little peculiar that people wouldn't think you'd lead worship at.
1: Well, and and I mean, there's two specifically that come to mind. Okay. Um, and and well, I'll explain them. <laughs> um, the the first one that comes to mind is is um, I was in a worship group. That uh, we would travel and do worship. We did a worship set on the steps of the Capitol one time, mm. which was awesome. But it was summer, <laughs> and so every piece of equipment we had overheated oh, and no. shut down. So, um, <laughs> but the the <laughs> you said the weirdest, and it was at a church, honestly. I but um, I won't say the church. But it um, it was at an event that they had. You know which event I'm talking about, but I'm not going to say it. Um, where we were on a flatbed trailer, Uh and there was wrestling going on. (laughs) Um, And unfortunately, there was, um, you know, all kinds of games and stuff. And so everybody was kind of off doing their thing while we're doing this worship set. And um, there was actually a a, uh, one lady that was there cheering us on that was a little... um, under the influence, shall we say. <laughs> but, um, you know, at least she's, she was hollering for us to do Amazing Grace, like Mo, you hear people say do Freebird.
0: Most people say Freebird. She <laughs> was
1: saying Amazing Grace. So that was the weirdest experience of,
0: of leading worship. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> that's great. Uh, I, I tell this story often, but I was doing worship one time at this, this little country church, and it was, it was hot, and I was sweating. I'm a sweater. Yeah. <laughs> And so I'm sweating and uh, all of a sudden I'm playing and sweat goes from the top of my head, which was not uncommon. I would feel sweat coming. This beat of sweat did this and then took a left turn (laughs) and come to find out afterwards that was a wasp, a wasp had just landed on my head. It was just walking around the top of my head. So the whole front row, I thought they were really into worship. They were just terrified (laughs) that I was. (laughs) Well, uh, today we're, we're, we're having a conversation again about worship and, uh, the last one was really good. We got, to, we, we talked a lot about why it's important and hopefully uh, i I would love for people to walk away or take their headphones off from this one <laughs> right? Uh, with maybe some practical things that they can do or some, some things like that. Um, so when, when it comes to, cause I know you've been on both, both sides <laughs> of this. I throw my, my pencil. You've been on both sides of this. You've been on stage. You've also been, you know, in the crowd and mm-hmm. being part of worship, Talk to the person who may be uncomfortable when it comes to, or, or they just don't know how to worship. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, do they stand there? Do they sing? Do they lift their hands? Do they, right. do, what What do they do? Like, talk to that person for a minute to hopefully maybe ease their mind or get them in a, in a space for the next time they're in a corporate worship setting. Right. They feel a little bit more comfortable. Feel
1: comfortable. Um, you know, I would say... um. We kind of talked about this a little bit last time, but I, w- I would say start at home and understand that, uh, again, worship isn't for you. It's it's right. not for the people around you. Um, it is for an audience of one, and that's God. And so um, now that may look a little different for, for some people, and that's okay. Um, but what I would challenge people to do is um, read the Scripture. David, we talked about King David last time. is a great uh, example of, of how to worship. Um, uh, you read all through the Psalms and he talks about different ways that, that he worships. And the thing I loved about King David is he just went after God with everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I mentioned last time we were on here, i and I may quote this book a lot, <laughs> <laughs> but I mentioned the book, how to worship a King by Zach Nies. Um, it, there's a, um, a, a part in that book where he talks about, um, Worship being, I um, lost oh, my train of thought. I'm sorry. Uh, he talks about worship being for God and not for us, and that if the if the cross was proof of God's love for us, that our worship is our proof of our love for Him. Mm. And so, if you really kind of take that and sink into it, um, how you express that worship to God mm. should be reflective of of where you are with the Lord. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and so I would just say practice, you know, I don't say practice. That was, that was not the, the right word, but, but, but in in a way you, you worship at home. And mm-hmm. so you be intentional about that time at home and how you express yourself to the Lord at home. Um, and then when you get into a corporate setting, um, you know, uh, obviously, you know, you don't want to be distracting, right. But, um, but you wanna you wanna worship God in in like the word says in spirit and in truth, and that means you know the truth for me is that when I worship, I lift my hands, mm-hmm. um, I sing, um, and there there could be a lot of things that that I do to express my love for God.
0: Yeah, you know I, I say this often when I talk about worship, but uh, one of my favorite little tidbits that I got taught on, I had a teachable moment where uh, when I was doing student ministry. Um, one of our leaders, um, Casey Walker, Mm -hmm. um, she, I was getting really frustrated with our students for a season because we would do these worship services or or worship during, during our, our services. And I was getting so frustrated because these teenagers were not worshiping. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I I felt like the worship team was crushing. It was a great moment. Even if it was just an acoustic guitar up there, like it was just a sweet moment. Right. And you had like, you know, 5% of the kids actually engaged in, in the moment and I was getting so frustrated, and she she told me one time, she goes, people worship differently. Everybody worships a little bit differently. And so once she helped me understand that, you know, they're, they're, especially in that demographic, there were kids mm-hmm. that did not grow up in church, and yet I'm expecting them to act like seasoned right. worshipers. Right. And so to know that, that people worship differently. But, you know, we call it an act of worship, right? And an act is doing. Mm-hmm. And so that's right. I, I think I mean you kind of alluded to it already, but like I think there needs to be a challenge to maybe people who are not used to having an interactive moment with worship, right? An actionable moment mm-hmm. to do something, right? Like that. What what does that? Because I know you mentioned you know the coffee drinkers, right? What does the compare and contrast that <laughs> you know from from a service where people you can tell people are even, it may be different ways of worship, but even yeah. the most simple, subtle, non-demonstrative forms of worship, you can you can tell, right, um, right, if they're engaged. Yeah. So, yeah. talk about those two differences and <laughs> how big of a difference it like, is. Oh, I
1: mean, it's huge. Um, now, wh- and whether that means just for. Um, the ability for the worship team to kind of <laughs> get, get through service, because sometimes that's hard, man, yeah. when they're just staring at you and you're just like, you know, I'm trying to, you know, help encourage you to, to connect. Um, but I, I think even in, in the service itself, like, you can feel the difference. Mm-hmm. And, and when you get through worship when you can just tell there's no engagement, right, mm-hmm. and, and it's, I don't know, it's either rainy or people are tired and don't want to be there. Daylight Savings is always a t- <BRIAN> tough, tough service. I can't wait till that law gets uh, passed, whenever that is. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, man. But but you can tell, and and it just like the whole service progresses that way, yeah. and it, and it starts and it ends, and you feel like nobody really connected with Lord, with the Lord. Um, and then there's services where, again, regardless of whether you're seeing, you know, super demonstrative worship mm-hmm. or not, but you can tell that people are connecting, yeah. that. You know, Kevin will go through the service and speak, and at the end, you know when when he calls for prayer, people are there. They're connected. Mm -hmm. They're ready to go, and they want to come up for prayer. And and so you can just see that there's a moment. Um, So it's 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 definitely night and day difference.
0: You know, our question today is how can community be used in worship? And I think we're alluding to it a little bit. Like if if you see. Obviously, it helps if you know the person. Right. But if you see somebody struggling in this mo- in that moment, if they're just not connecting, if it's mm-hmm. just not, you know, maybe it's been a rough week, maybe it's right. been a rough morning, like, what are ways that, that corporately, like, we can encourage each other when it comes mm-hmm. to worship without it being weird, you know? But, right. like, what are ways that, I mean, are there ways that maybe you've seen or experienced mm-hmm. or suggestions? Uh, I think
1: the best thing to do is go up to them and
0: confront them. <laughs> 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 Why are you worshiping?
1: <laughs> no. Um... I mean, honestly, the best thing that I've I've seen people do um, is is engage in worship themselves. Now, I've seen times when, and, and again, there has to be a relationship right. there. I've seen times when somebody goes up and they can tell somebody's mm-hmm. they they know the situation or whatever. They can go put their arm around them, and yeah. just be like, "It's okay, I'm here with mm-hmm. you," and and, and kind of pray with them and have a breakthrough moment. Um, but honestly, even when in the times when I'm up leading and I'm not feeling it. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like there's just those days because we're all human. And so you're just kind of going through the motions and and then you see a a person or a family that are just going after God. When you see somebody else give themselves and you're seeing that them connect with with Mm -hmm. God, that encourages and inspires you to to do that yourself. Um, And it's not even a, a... oh man, they're doing it, I guess I better, like it's there, yeah. and you, you see it, and you feel it, and um, I think that's a huge thing that we can do for each other, is just be engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, don't come in going through the motions, be engaged in it, and you have no idea who might be watching you worship mm, that good. encourages them to go to it too.
0: Yeah, I, I think being sensitive to the Holy Spirit as well, mm-hmm. you know, like if, if you feel that, and if if you see a friend or I mean, it could be a stranger, you know, somebody mm-hmm. that, you, you know, but if you feel that tug, like, Hey, you need to, cause I mean, you mentioned it, like you'll see somebody go up and put their arm around them or something like that. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen several times where you can tell a wall's up with somebody right. and the minute that arm hits them, like the wall just yeah, crashes there, down, yeah. like into just the floodgates will open. So, you know, being sensitive to the Holy Spirit, cause that may mm-hmm. be a nudge that he's, yeah. he's pushing you in. Um, yeah, sometimes people that.
1: just need to know that you're there. Yeah, you know that there's somebody going. I'm, I've I've been where you're at, and we're going to get through it together. And being being that community partner for somebody is huge.
0: Yeah. Um. What What are different ways that um maybe you you as a leader or somebody on your team um or that you've seen other people do can help kind of encourage active participation in worship? You know, I mean aside from going, Hey, let's lift our hands or something like that, you <laughs> right. know, like, but what are, what are ways that, you know, from a stage, like mm-hmm. as a worship leader, you know, what, what are, what are ways that we can, that you guys encourage people in worship? Yeah.
1: I mean, I think, um, and, and it kind of goes the same way with, with parents and children. I think, I think the encouragement comes by doing. Mm. And so, um, and that's what we encourage our worship team to do, um, is to, to when, when you're on stage leading in worship and, and, um, you know, you know, this, we're all worship leaders up there. Mm-hmm. It's not like one worship leader on the, on the team and, and everybody else. We're all worship leaders. Um, and even out in, in, that's not on the stage, um, plenty of worship leaders out there. Yeah. But, but what we encourage them to do is to, to Engage in worship themselves. Make sure they're not going through the motions. Um, you know, lift a hand. E- even some people that may not necessarily be comfortable with that, but again, making that move and making that step might encourage somebody else to do that. Um, and so that's what we encourage them to do: um, to to move, to to lift hands, um, and and just keep the focus uh, on God.
0: Yeah. Um, so. We've talked a lot during this series, this summer series, and we're going to continue to talk about it. Uh, We talk a lot about like life groups Mm -hmm. and serve groups. Um, And worship team is a serve group, you know. And I think some people, you know, they hear a, a church our size statewide and they may think, you know, we have all these paid people on stage. Uh, no, no No. extra no. Um, but you've got, I mean, we've got people who are giving up their, their time, Mm -hmm. you know, to, to make that happen. Um, we've got people who are are passionate about it. You got people who might serve every week. You got some people who will hop up there once a month or something like that. Talk about the people who, who make it happen.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, they're, they're absolutely amazing people and you may be watching this and like, I do that, but I, I just assume they didn't need the help. Well, we could, we want everybody to be involved. So, so step out, you know, contact me, Craig or or anybody else, let us know. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, they're incredible because there's, um, there's a lot of time involved and commitment into, you know, getting ready for a service on Sunday and, um, you know, and not just that of, of, you know, practicing their craft of whatever they're doing or whatever. But, um, but yeah. And, and it's because it is a, a position. It's not a position, but because you're on stage and you're seen mm-hmm. um, there tends to be a lot of people that, that might open up to you, you know, and, and start sharing things and sharing uh, situations they're going through or whatever. And, and, and so it's a great opportunity for them to be able to reach out to other people um, and, uh, and just be, be Jesus to them. And so I, you know, that's what we make sure and, and try and encourage our guys to do too. Um, lead on stage in worship, mm-hmm. but also lead when you're not on stage. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a team, you know, and I think that, you know, it's, it's easy. I, I think out of all the different teams that we have serve groups that we have, um, no, you know, y'all are really the, I guess different ones may be called team, but y'all are the most team oriented <laughs> yeah. because you really can't do it without, you know, like if it's just drums up there, that's going to be an awkward it's, Sunday. It's, yeah, it's a little <laughs> weird. Nobody knows what key to sing in. Yeah, yet. but you know, you, you've got to have you. You'll have to work together, mm-hmm. and I think that's 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 a beautiful almost metaphor for just what worship should be like, right? Um, where you know I need you, you need me. We're gonna work together, and when we when we do come together, this beautiful mm-hmm. thing that's right happens in that moment. Yeah,
1: absolutely, because it's it's like you said, it's not just a one person thing. Um, it's it's kind of a, a microcosm of the kingdom of God. You know that that. When we come together and we do our part, and we have a specific part to play, and we try to do that with excellence, and then this person comes up and does their part with excellence, and we come together, man, you know, that's that's when God can show himself strong, and that's yeah. what, uh, I think you're right, that's an absolutely beautiful thing.
0: Let's step away, not too far away from worship, but away from worship just, just mm-hmm. a little bit. Just in your your experience, because you're very uh, seasoned in worship culture, I was I was wondering where you were going with that <laughs> in your experience, because you're so
1: older than other people.
0: <laughs> um, you know, can can you? Uh, I hate to say, can you tell a difference in people, but like. <laughs> There's, there's got to be a connection, and I, I, fig- I was trying to figure out the right way to, to find some – stuff because in most of these, I pulled out some statistics, right. and it's really hard to find <laughs> good statistics on this kind of question. But like, there's got to be a connection between people who have healthy community, mm-hmm. people who are involved in life group and mm-hmm. serve groups and have healthy friendships and stuff like that. There's got to be a connection between that and a healthy worship life as well wouldn't you say? Oh yeah, I would think so
1: because it's it's not a separate component, mm-hmm. right? Because for for the church to work, capital C church, I mean, you need all of the community, you need all of that stuff, but it's just a social group if you don't have worship. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if if you don't have the worship component into that, um then it's just people hanging out and trying to inspire each other, that's and good. and so I I think it's it's I think you're right. There's a huge comparison uh, uh, to be made to say this is all one thing. You know, it has to be has to work together.
0: Mm, that's good. I like that a lot. Well, David, thank you, man. You bet Thanks for coming on. This uh, was fun. You want to pray over us? Pray over everybody that we that we do community better because it's going to make our worship better.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. God, I just thank you for everybody um, that is listening and, and watching this podcast, um, that they've taken the time to to invest in this. And so, God, we just pray that that you speak to our hearts about worship and through worship, and not just worship by itself, but but how it affects our community and, and how we do things together and how we move forward. Um, God, just draw us closer to you through worship and uh, help us to inspire each other and, and to be Um, worshipers that that are willing to go after you even in in ways that might make us uncomfortable from how we were brought up um, just challenge us in in our hearts to to go after you and that might inspire somebody else because at the end of the day the worship that we offer is for you Um, it's not for us it's for you and so i just pray that you help us to see that better help me to worship better um, and, um, we just thank you for what you're going to do and what you are doing in Jesus name. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, thank you guys for watching today. Uh, be sure to subscribe if you haven't already, uh, hit notifications or whatever. That way you can get this sent right to you or let you, let you know you, that it's coming. Um. Don't forget, we want to connect with you as a church. Uh, text Cersei to 80,000, tap the link in the description uh, to connect with us in some way. You can find out what's going on on our campus. But if you need prayer for anything, if there's uh, – maybe you're interested in hopping on a worship team, uh, you can find all those links there if you just text Cersei to eighty-eight 000. We'd love to hear from you. David, once again, man, thanks for coming on. Absolutely, man. This was a blast. All right. Well, that's it for today. We will see you guys next week. Goodbye.